Welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. I'm super, super, super excited about today's episode because it's with someone who's been a close friend of mine since, gosh, how long has it been? I mean, fourth grade, I think. So, you know, we've been lifelong friends. Um, he was in my wedding. We just, we've kind of maintained uh, close friendship throughout our lives. Now being 30, it's one of the one of the things I'm most proud of is just such a long relationship. And even today, we got to hang out, do some rock climbing and fun stuff like that. So it's really exciting to do this episode with someone who has constantly been an inspiration to me, not only with weight loss, you know, currently with weight loss, but the amount of dedication that Ryan has for projects and his attention to detail, you know, even outside this podcast, he does such amazing work in his, does everything that he does. He puts so much time into and so much focus. It's, it's amazing just to call him a friend. I'm truly inspired by, you know, our friendship and definitely look Ryan up. We'll put links to social and all that fun stuff because he truly is an inspiration to those around him. So really excited about the episode. But before we get into that and today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about where I'm at with my weight loss. And I start every episode like this because I want to stay accountable to you guys. I want to stay accountable to show that I'm putting in the work that I'm going through. I'm not just, you know, blurting out things that I'm reading. I'm, I'm actually staying true to this and I'm sharing my wins as well as my losses as it comes to creating that healthier lifestyle when I'm on the road. So I started off this year at 192, almost 200 pounds, and I'm down to 160 this week. So quite a milestone for me, um, just 32 pounds this year. And overall weight loss, I was at like 226 when I really started wanting to lose weight and I did the whole keto thing and everything up to this year I got down to 192 and then down to 160 this week so overall it's about 65 pounds so pretty big milestone this week for me as far as you know lifestyle changes and making healthier decisions so kind of this week some of my wins some of my losses um one thing I did switch up was I was doing a run uh three days a week and then a long run on the weekend that was the Hal Higdon plan and I started this week as I'm reading Atomic Habits and doing things, you know, more daily and not, I found myself pushing off runs and, oh, I can do that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday became Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Thursday, Friday. And I was pushing off the runs and, you know, I had a week where I only did the short runs in the week and I didn't do the long runs. So I knew that I had to make a change. So now what I've done is I'm doing on my off days from the Hal Higdon plan, I'm actually just doing a three mile run just to work on my pace in order to, you know, just stay running. So I'm developing that daily habit of running. So wake up, run, go on with my day. And that's helped me tremendously because then run is now non-negotiable. There's no you know, this back and forth uh, feud with myself of, oh, you can push that off. It's really easy to push that off until, you know, oh, you can do that on Wednesday or Thursday. No, I'm waking up, I'm doing a run every single day. And it's actually helped me with, that's why, that's one of the big reasons I feel like I got down to 160 this week is because I have that activity every single day. So that was one change that I made today or this week was switching over to the daily runs instead of just the three runs and then the long run on the weekend. Uh, This week, I also kind of flipped it up, flipped it around a little bit 
because again, these are, you know, we talk about lifestyle changes a lot and not just being, you know, so focused on something that you don't allow yourself any change from that plan. So today I was supposed to run the Cleveland half marathon, but I'm already running past that distance. I'm already running more than 13 miles. And, you know, I'm doing this to push myself. So I didn't, I couldn't see spending the money to, you know, run that half marathon when I'm already running that distance. And I would actually have to run two extra miles on top of the race today. So in lieu of doing that, you know, I met up with Ryan and my wife and we went to a rock climbing gym for the first time. So just putting in a different type of exercise in there still, you know, that healthy activity, but I'm not so focused on only running and only with that goal that I'm shutting out my friends, my time with my wife, you know, those type of things. I just made a small change and I found something that was really, really fun. Like I'm like geeking out about rock climbing and, you know, just kind of getting into the sport of rock climbing because it was a good workout and it was something that I really enjoyed. So not being so focused on one thing that you can't, you know, look into other exercises or other healthier lifestyle, you know, things or changes. So it was super, it was, it was so much fun, uh, with rock climbing, but we're going to talk about that here in a little bit when we get to, uh, talking to Ryan and, you know, what kind of even brought him into rock climbing. So that's a lot of fun. Still reading Atomic Habits. Um, I was telling Ryan about this actually this week, just, this is the one book I've never taken so many notes on a book, even like textbooks in college, I didn't take this many notes on. So do yourself a favor, get started with Atomic Habits. It's such a great read. It's changed how I look at my daily habits and these lifestyle um, changes that I'm making. Atomic Habits is by far one of my top books of all times because it's made so many changes in my day-to-day life. Uh, This week, I also started calorie counting. So which is actually a really good timing for this episode because that's what Ryan's found the most success with. And I found myself on running days telling myself that I need to consume more calories because I just ate or I just ran, you know, 14 miles. But then I would just kind of let myself go, if you will, and just eat like for 14 people. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to see what my caloric intake was throughout the week. And what is, you know, 23 points on Weight Watchers? What is that with calories? You know, does it make sense? Am I eating the right calories? Am I consuming enough calories or am I starving my body? You, I've talked about this on the show where I feel like not knowing those numbers, not knowing where you're at as far as calories really hampers weight loss. And that's how Weight Watchers designed. And I found a ton of success on Weight Watchers. So I'm not speaking ill of it on any stretch of the imagination. It's taught me a ton, but I'm now to that point where I need to look at calories. I need to look at my macros. I'm making sure that I'm having the right nutrients instead of just playing the points game and making sure I'm under, you know, a certain amount of points for the week. So what I'm using is a tool called iTrack Bytes, and I'll have a link to this in the show notes. And iTrack Bytes allows me to still do Weight Watchers because it has a points setting in there that is an exact mirror of the Weight Watchers calculations, but it'll also show me my calories for the day. And the weight loss that I saw this week was A, you know, I was running every day, but B, I think it had to do with calories because I would hit 23 points, but I'd still only be at like 800 calories. And that's starvation for my body. So 
what I would do is I would now, you know, I'm kind of teaching myself how to spread those calories out throughout the day and making sure that I'm hitting the calorie goals that I need to as I'm exercising, making, you know, it's a pretty big change from going to not working out at all to running every day. And I want to make sure that I'm giving my body the proper nutrients in order to stay healthy, not just drop weight and, you know, be more susceptible to being sick and just not feeling, having energy. And, you know, I'm, I want to be a little bit more in tune with what I'm consuming and making sure I'm consuming the right calories. So that's kind of my update throughout the week. It was a really good week. Spent almost all of it out on the road. I left Monday and came back Friday. So it was all on the road and, you know, again, just doing the grocery shopping, making sure that I'm, you know, making, you know, the oatmeal in the morning and the the things that I've talked about on the show before, you know, I just stuck to my plan and put myself forward and it helped me get down to, you know, the 160 uh, area this week. So enough about me. That's not why you guys are listening to this episode. This episode is actually more about my friend Ryan. So he's been sitting here nice and patient and just kind of listening. And I appreciate everything, you know, for you being here, taking this time out of your day. I know you're super busy. You got a lot going on uh, with some different business things that you're starting and just life in general. So Welcome, Ryan. Tell us a little bit about you. you. So we've already talked about how, you know, we've been friends, but talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you're doing, what you're, you know, what's your day-to-day look like, what, you know, your job is, things that you're starting. Um, Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So I am actually the web manager for Applied Industrial Technologies. They're a a large corporation based out of Cleveland. Um, I work for their fluid power division and uh, manage 15 of their company websites. So it keeps me busy during the day. Um, and then, um, one of the side projects that I have going on with some, some of my family, my parents are, um, part of it, um, is a brewery. We're starting a brewery. Very cool. Something I've been wanting to do for a long time. So, um, that's been in the works for about a year now We're we're trying to get the building done and, and there's just a lot more than you think going um, into that, going into it. So for sure. Um, coming along well, and and I'm just excited to get started with it. So. It's funny we were sitting down at a table, and he had to move this like big beaker out of the way where he's growing yeast, and he has a kegerator with like all this like brewing stuff in his <laughs> kitchen. It's awesome. Like it's totally like having brewed beer like once or twice in my uh, in the past. I see this stuff, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is awesome. <laughs> like I'm geeking out about it because there's like like I said a kegerator right here. There's just all this cool brewing stuff around us. So very cool. I'm excited for you to start that. I know the community super excited too, yeah. uh, to see that uh, come to the town of Wellington. So very, very cool that you're doing that. So what, you know, we're, we're here to talk about weight loss and let's talk a little bit about your story. You know, where, you know, how long ago did you start focusing on making lifestyle changes? Like when did all it all start? So I, you and I have talked about this before. It's been something that like, you know, ever since um, college graduation, it's something that I've wanted to kind of focus on but really it's it's difficult to get started with it or like to find a reason why and I don't know why but um I would say six months ago it kind of clicked for me and and I decided to go um go ahead and and run with it and and um decided calorie counting was probably the best way to do it I had tried keto um because that's you know one of the big right it's a buzz um, buzz diet if you will yeah and and keto to me was so much work to to try to figure out how like how to eat um that i i think i did it for two days and it's tough and didn't do it anymore so um calorie counting is is how i started and and i've lost like 50 
That's awesome. Over 50 pounds. Right. So. And you could totally see like where, like we look, it's fun to look back at photos and see like where you were and where you are now. Yeah. And then fitting into the smaller shirts. I mean, him and I went, I don't know, it's almost a month ago now um, to get clothes. Like, because clothes just don't fit anymore yep. and clothes that you couldn't wear before, like now they're loose on you. And like, it's a really good feeling. It's an awesome feeling when you dedicate yourself to yourself and you lose that weight and people, it's fun. And you, we've talked about this before. You're getting a lot of people now that are asking you yeah. like all the time, yeah. right? Yep. You know, in how are last, you doing it? And, in the last month I've had probably 20 people at work stop and, and ask what I, what I'm doing and like wow, you're just now noticing, Cause, right? Because yeah, like is, I've not been doing anything for the last month, but right. And now it's like almost like that last ten pounds is like holy crap. Yeah, like that's when they really notice. I don't know what like, I've noticed the same thing where people don't like. I have the pod, this podcast, and I talk a lot about weight loss. But it wasn't until I hit like these last ten pounds for me that people are like actually coming up and they're like, holy crap! Like, have you lost weight? Yeah, like, yeah. And it's kind of it's awkward because you just you don't want to be like. I mean, you appreciate the compliment, but then where do you go from there? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I lost some weight, you know, just making better decisions in my life. And like, you don't want to look at them and be like, Hey, you could do the same. Like, <laughs> like you don't want to be like that. You want to, it's just, it puts you in this awkward, but you feel good. Yeah. You feel good about, you know, people are noticing this hard work and I, I feel like it helps you and correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, it helps me stay on plan because people are now looking at me as this, not a subject matter expert, but somebody who has lost weight and you know they're now looking at you so all of a sudden if you get off plan and you know you put 30 pounds back on like it's kind of letting them down you yeah, know what i mean because yeah. they're like well what happened like you lost all this weight and for me it's that's a reminder you know and it helps me stay on plan is because you know these other people are looking to me for help but they're also looking at me for inspiration yeah and it really helps me kind of stick to you know stick to plan if you will so Let's talk a little bit about when you started, you know, started this calorie counting thing. Um, when you went into it, and like now I see like on my fitness pal, you know, that you're doing workouts and I see like, I don't have an Apple watch anymore, but um, Ryan is, a, my wife has an Apple watch. So like they've been challenging each other. So tell me a little bit about like your look on exercise, you know, calorie counting is one part, which we'll talk about, you know, some things there, but let's talk a little bit about exercise. Like when you started, I didn't think that you even wanted to do any of that. Yep. So uh, I know that I've told you before that, um, when I started this, it was all like, I went into it thinking that it was just going to be calorie counting and watching what I eat. And so I, I downloaded my fitness pal. I had used it before, um, just not like regularly. And so I downloaded it again, decided I was going to track all my food and I was going to stick to the, to the calorie plan. Um, and I did it for like a day. It, so my, my calorie intake, the app told me, you know, based on my height and weight and age, um, 2000 calories a day was what I should be eating to maintain weight. Um, so it gives you kind of a level and you can do like a, a easy or a moderate plan. I obviously, you know, being ambitious, I chose the moderate plan, which cuts your calories down 500 calories. So it told me that I could eat 1500 calories a day. So um, I went into it with that goal that I was going to, I was going to log everything that I ate and that's all I was going to do. That was enough for me. I'd lose one to two pounds a week. And so I did it for a day and realized that 1500 calories isn't really a lot. When you go from eating whatever you want during the day, Chipotle pizza, whatever you want, 
you don't track it and you don't under, you don't really have an understanding of what you're what you're eating. So I started tracking what I was eating and I did it like I I've said multiple times now for a day and that at the end of that day I was still hungry. I wanted to eat more and I was like, you know what? I need I'm going to go out for a walk cuz a walk might like I don't know what a walk will give me but it'll it'll give me some extra calories. So I hadn't worn my Apple Watch in a while. Put my Apple Watch on um, it syncs back to my fitness pal. So it tells you what, like it, it actually syncs your calorie count back or your, your exercise calories back into your daily, daily calorie allowance. Um, letting you eat more, basically you can either eat more or you can save those calories, whatever you want to do. So from that point, I thought that was the coolest thing from that point forward. I, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll walk two miles a day and right. and be able to eat a, a cookie or, you know what right. I mean? Something small like that, that makes you feel that, um, you have a little bit of variety in your diet. That's all. I think that makes a huge difference. So I ended up walking two miles every day. And then when I started doing that, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll pick up the pace for a little bit of it. So I would jog a little bit and I ended up working into a mile, a one mile run every day. And that's what I've done. I mean, I still do that almost every day, um, today. So, um, it, it made a big difference because it helped me stick to it. Yeah. And then the other point that you might, you might've had this written down as a question, but, um, the other point I think that helped me stick to the calorie counting is that I was very strict during the week. So some days if I didn't feel hungry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consume those exercise calories. So I would still be at a deficit, um, or like a, a little bit higher of a deficit those days. I was very strict during the week. And then on the weekends I would eat my 2000 calories plus whatever I exercised. So I would, I would be eight, that would put me at a point where I was able to maintain, um, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sabotaging the work that I did during the week. Um, but I'd be able to enjoy my right. Saturday, Sunday with friends and family. So. Right. And honestly, I mean, with what you're doing with the brewery, I mean, drinking beer is part of and like knowing flavoring and getting ideas. I mean, drinking beer is part of that. And I mean, those, it, that's one thing that as I was going through, you know, keto, you know, beer was not really, you know, what it's not that it wasn't welcome, but it wasn't really something that you should really partake in. And then, you know, I made it a goal for myself and I've talked about this on the show before with alcohol to kind of not have that part of my weight loss and just kind of put it on the shelf. And that's one thing that I always kind of envied was, you know, and, and I'm going to step back even further than that. When you're talking about exercising and using those calories, I thought it was so funny when we were talking a couple months ago and you're like, oh yeah, I work out so I can eat more. <laughs> and I'm like, and it, at then I just kind of laughed at it and I just thought it was funny. But as I see the you know, how much change that you've had and the fact that your system is, it's working, it's working really well. And that's a really good way to think about it is, you know, you don't want to give up, you know, that pizza or, you know, those things, but in moderation, you know, you're doing, you're using your moderation, you know, on the weekends, you know, you still want to have those kind of social get togethers. You still want to have that good food. Like today we went and had Lorenzo's pizza. We went and had some margaritas, but we went rock climbing in the morning and, you know, burnt those calories. And you're probably still going to get your, you know, exercise in this afternoon even. So I think that's a huge point for people to realize that, you know, when you, whatever program that you choose, you have to make the best decision for you. It might not be Weight Watchers. It might not be keto. It might not be, you know, 
whatever Atkins, whatever those are, you have to figure out what makes sense for you. And it has to work into your lifestyle because if it's not, if it doesn't fit into your lifestyle, like keto, for your example, you couldn't make that work, Yeah, but you didn't give up. And that's the thing. Like you have to try those things, see what works. If it works, keep going. If it doesn't work, try something else. Just like I'm doing now with Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers worked for the last three to four months, like five months. It got me to where I'm at now, but now I have different goals. Like I've achieved the goals that I want to get to, but now I'm more focused on my endurance running and making sure that I'm getting the right amount of calories. And also I don't want to really lose that much more weight. So I can't keep focusing on that, you know, super strict diet or otherwise I'm going to be like a hundred pounds. Like, and that's not what I want either. You know, I'm happy with the weight, you know, around the weight that I'm at. But again, what's more important for me right now is that, that the endurance running and you have those same things. I mean, you're, we had this conversation the other day about like that, what's next, you know, and maintaining and, you know, you have to figure out your lifestyle, what, you know, what you want to give up, what you want to keep. And that's, what's going to help you kind of achieve the goals. So one thing that I had a question about was, you know, with calorie counting, what do you do for like eating out? So let's say like today, you know, we went and had pizza so how do you know how many calories are in that? So the great thing about MyFitnessPal and using that as a tool, and I'm sure there's other tools that you can use, but MyFitnessPal is a great one. Um, and we're not sponsored by no. MyFitnessPal. No, but, but if they want to, <laughs> let me tell you, I would happily have that conversation. <laughs> but they, um, so they have a database of food. And so any day that I would go out, so we, like we would go to a brewery, um, go and have a beer. And like, I can't tell you what, how, like how many calories are in every single beer, but I can tell you that I know that I've looked up several different types and I can kind of approximate based on beer style. So, um, I get, I get an approximation on those, on those cheat days. I don't, I'm not as crazy about it. Like if I'm a little bit over, I'm it's, it's fine. But, um, for instance, I've looked up like Domino's pizza, Domino's pizza. A lot of the chain restaurants have their calories, um, kind of set because it's all pre-measured food and pre-measured like everything. So, um, today I didn't really worry about it cause I haven't been as, as concerned about stuff because I've, I'm in kind of a, a cycle of what, like what I eat and, and all of that. But, um, generally on the, on the cheat days I would look up. So like if I had a hamburger, I would, I would kind of say, okay, this hamburger is kind of like a five guys burgers, burgers and fries. And I would look that up, but then I would also look up a couple others um, because there's, there is a, a huge variation in the different foods wherever you go. So you just kind of have to, it's a, it's an educated guess, but um, I would always err on the side of, of counting higher than. And that's what I was going to ask. So I tend to like add extra points on for certain things. Like if we have, you know, burgers one night, you know, I'll kind of, again, go a little bit higher. And that's what I was going to ask you too, you know, is that, do you usually approximate higher? I, I would normally, yes. So I, I would, but I would normally, so like I would look them all up and then I would actually log, I think five, not to down, yeah, no, 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 no. downplay, um, five guys cause their burgers are awesome. But, um, they, they I think they were one of the higher, um, burger in, options in, in calories. Yeah. So I would, I would log them if I had a burger anywhere and I, I kind of knew that I would be covered. Right. And it, and it proves too that it's not, it's not an exact science. Like even with, we don't really know how much, you know, what our metabolism, I mean, there's so many factors in our body and it's not just a, 
straight up calorie in calorie out. Like it's not an exact science, but I feel like you just approximating, it shows that it works. I mean, you look night and day difference. You're seeing the losses. You're sitting here after following this approximation to say it's not an exact science, but if you log it, like it, it works. I mean, it, totally works even though it's not exact i think people get hung up on the i need to know exactly how many calories down to the last one and i don't feel like that's you're not going to find success there yeah i really don't i i think and like i said the key the key for me was that i would i was very like i was very very strict during the week i wouldn't go over um but then on the weekends i i had that playroom and um and I think that kind of helped because then I was I was still overall at a deficit for the week, and I think that's why the approximation worked for me, yeah. um, because I I knew I knew that I wasn't way over like I wasn't wasn't monumental yeah right you yeah. were close yeah so with calorie counting that's only part of what you've been doing you talked about a little bit about the um, exercise but I want to talk a little bit about you know you're you're an Apple fanboy. I would say hundred yeah. um, percent. So tell us a little bit about how you've used, you know, what apps, what tools we've already talked about my fitness pal, but what are some other tools that you've used to stay inspired, but also stay on plan? What are some tools that you've used? So I've actually, so I upgraded my watch. Um, I, I told myself the first month that I did it, if I exercised for a month, I would upgrade. I had the original Apple watch. I, I ended up upgrading. So, um, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, so I'm I'm on the latest Apple Watch. I really only use their workout stuff. Um, so like the workout app, I I log my runs, I log my um, my walks, and I I make sure that I switch between the two because you can switch during a workout between a walk and a run. Um, and then like I said, that just syncs. I mean that syncs to the phone. The phone then syncs to the MyFitnessPal app and syncs that um, calorie burn back into your plan. Um, and then other than that, the only other thing that I have, I have a, fit, a Fitbit, um, I think it's an area, ARIA scale. Oh, yeah, yeah, scale. And, and that gives me my weight and my, um, my body fat percentage. So I've been um, paying attention to that, and that's been, that's been pretty good to see that go down. Very cool. So I think the challenges are one of the cooler features of the Apple Watch. Um, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but what you can do is you can actually challenge your friends and family to certain like workout um, workout challenges. I mean, there's not a better word for it. So this week, actually, my wife, um, I remember I got home and she's like, or I was on my way home and she's like, Ryan's still beating me. You know, how do I, you know, I've just ran three or four miles this morning and he's still beating me. So I think that's one thing to also look into, you know, with the Apple watch, with the exercise, with that whole ecosystem is you can hold your friends accountable. Like it really did force my wife to, you know, be focused on that, you know, yeah. excuse me, um, fighting cold this week, too much time in airports. And the challenges I think are a really, really good tool because someone that I work with, we have a mutual friend and he also has an Apple watch and I know you guys go back and forth on challenges. So if you do have an Apple watch, find those friends that do, and you can use that as a tool to stay inspired at all. You know, if you're really close to, you know, winning for the week, it's a good feeling to win, but if maybe you're behind, it might need be that extra little push that you need to get out the door and get that running in the morning. The challenges are super, super cool. Yep. So that's awesome. So one thing that I wanted to talk about too, because I know we've talked about this before, is the people around you. You know, now that you're on this kind of weight loss goal, you know, you're making these lifestyle changes. What has been the biggest 
change to those around you. You know, as far as, you know, going to parties like family parties, dinners, um, leftovers, things like that. You know, that's one thing that I struggle with is, you know, I will go to a party and there's like no healthy food. Um, or, you know, people feel obligated in our lives to send us home with leftovers. So like, how have you, you know, what have you dealt with that? Has that been a change? Are the people around you now it's been so long that they just look at you as that person that is going to stay healthy and they don't, you know, they don't offer. What is that like? What are the social aspects of it? Yeah. So I actually started, um, right around, it was probably end of October. So, um, right before the holidays, right before, yeah, <laughs> right before Thanksgiving. And, the key, like I said, the key for me has always been about how many calories am I eating versus how many am I right. expending. So Thanksgiving, I, I ate whatever I wanted. I, I ate consciously, so I didn't like go overboard, but I, I ate mashed potatoes. I ate turkey. I ate cranberry sauce. I ate whatever I wanted. Um, I had pie. I had, you know, um, but I also worked out in the morning. Right. So so I made sure to get my workout in. I made sure to work out a little bit harder than than I would normally would, and then I did that. I don't know if I did that for Christmas, but um, but I know that I know that I was pretty strict with it um, in in terms of just being aware of what I was eating. So um, people around me, they I'm I'm still offered leftovers every time. I don't ever take them. Right. Sometimes I'll take um, some things like, I don't know, mashed potatoes, right. I'll take a little bit of them. Um, but I don't, I don't often take leftovers and it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings or right. like everybody, and, and everybody understands. Say, right. Like I, I'm, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't do this, you yeah. know, and I, I'm just honest. I'm, from, I'm to the point now where I'm just like, I really, really appreciate, like I, I, I show my gratitude of thanks, but I'm not going to take it. Yeah, like I, yeah. sorry, I don't want to throw this food away, you know? So it's probably best that you do hold on to it. And I appreciate you giving it to me. Thank you so much. But I, I don't, I don't want to throw it away. Like, yeah. That's just wasteful. Well, and that's the difficult part because I've had a party, like I've had a family party at my house and people bring stuff over and then they don't want to take stuff home. And right. it's, it's difficult um, because you don't want to tell them that you don't want it in your house. But right. And, and I honestly, it's, it, you can't have it in your house. No, you, you can't have it around. So right. I, like, I have no, I try to give it back to them. If they don't want it, then I get rid of it. I get rid of it. Yep. And that's the thing I've noticed too, is, you know, even like you, you just brought up a good point. I, I kind of want to expound on that a little bit is you can't have it in your house. Yep. And that's what we don't, um, when we go grocery shopping, like everything is on plan. So even if like last night, um, we went to a bonfire, um, probably the first time that, we've just kind of been off plan as far as like just chill, relax, have fun and got home. And I was like, I got the munchies. It's like two o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my munchies are all healthy food. <laughs> like, so, so even, Carrots and right. So, I mean, that's what I'm binge eating at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> where before it would have been like downing a whole bag of salt and vinegar chips and then, you know, pizza rolls and all that's just, it's just not in the house anymore. And I feel like if you surround yourself with those healthy foods that even if you have to, like in that case last night, you know, if you have to eat something or, you know, you do, you know, you're on a cheat day and you need to eat, a, you eat a little more that you're eating that healthy food. Just don't bring that crap into the house. 
You know, that's yeah, been my yeah. biggest thing is like, why, you know, why is this here? And Ashley, all my wife, Ashley, uh, I'll come home and like, there'll be stuff there and I'll be like, what the heck is this? She's like, my mom, it's my mom's, it's my mom's. Like, it's not, I'm like, we can't have it in the house. Like we'll eat it. Like we'll be tempted by it. And that actually happened with donuts this morning. Somehow <laughs> chocolate donuts got into our house and that was my breakfast, but I'm not proud. <laughs> but they were delicious and they were good. I'm going to run a little extra, you know, per Ryan's advice, run a little bit extra tonight. Well, and, and that's the key too, because like there's been times that I've wanted potato chips or mm-hmm. like chips and dip and um, different stuff like that. But it's, that's why calorie counting versus like, and I know that Weight Watchers points um, like the activity kind of sure. sinks and stuff like that, yep. but it's a little bit easier. You you don't feel as bad eating potato chips if you really want them when you're only focused on calories and not like looking because i know weight watchers pulls in a lot more more other actual like is this good for you right where calories i could eat i could eat a whole domino's pizza if i wanted to right but probably not the best thing to do but you can yep and that's what that's why i'm switching to it exactly and that's been one of the kind of guiding principles of the podcast is the planning for it you know i know that i'm gonna do this so to back that up, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I run a little bit harder or I'm going to have a little bit of a deficit. You know, I only do 24 hours of a cheat day. So all the leading up to it and the after is all right back to plan. You know, you still get that taste of, you know, that those potato chips, but you don't eat those potato chips over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things in Atomic Habits in the chapter that I got to this week was if you get off plan once, it's fine. Like you'll get back on it. As soon as you do that a second time, it's now a negative habit. So it's, you know, if you skip your run, you know, because of X, Y, Z reason, that's, it's, it's okay. But it's that second time that you skip it, that it becomes an issue. So, you know, having those potato chips and having, you know, skipping that run, that's fine. Just do it once, get right back on plan. You have to push yourself and you have to want it and you want to get back onto that plan. So what are your plans going forward? Like now that you're at a healthy weight, um, what, you know, what are your goals going forward? You know, you've lost a ton of weight. Uh, you look great by the way. Thank you. Um, what are your plans now? Like what's the next step for Ryan? So I've been, like I said, mainly focused on like calorie counting and, and the only exercise is walking and running. And mm-hmm. so I've kind of decided that I want to kind of focus a little bit more on strength training and stuff like that. And and so that's where the rock climbing came in. Yeah, I've been by this rock wall. I've driven by it several times. And every time I go by it, I'm like, oh, that looks really cool to do. So I, I finally tried it out and, and I was sore for three days. Yes. I'm like, this is, this is like a really fun workout. I got to do it. So, um, I actually, I've been back a couple times now and you guys went with me today yeah. and, and it, it was, was so fun. It's, it's, you don't even really count it as a workout. So no. And that's what we were sitting down afterwards. And like my, I get a notification from Fitbit that like auto sank my, um, workout and I look and it's like, my heart rate was, you know, up and like when you're doing it though, you don't really feel like it. Like you're in your head challenging yourself to climb up this wall and kind of figure out you know, how to get further. You don't think of it as like a workout. Yeah. It's like more a, like a puzzle. Exactly. Yep. And it's not that it's low intensity either. Like you're feeling it even when you're doing it. Like when I got back down off the wall, like I was shaking, you know, because the adrenaline's pumping and stuff, but it's a totally different workout than I've ever had. Like, because I know that I did the workout, my heart rate proves it, but 
you don't while you're doing it it's just fun more casual more relaxed yeah and i can't wait to go back like just throw in like a podcast or maybe finally finish the atomic uh habits although i'd be trying to take notes on the way up but you know finish an audiobook or a podcast or some music and just challenge myself i love it where i can have a workout where i can see measured growth and you know the muscles growing might be part of it you know i'm hoping that you know i'll start to tone up a little bit but it's not even about that it, i know that if i reach to the top if i'm there and i'm achieving that goal that the muscles are going to come yeah. you know i'm going to start seeing the toning yeah. there's no there's no other option you know so i love that workout and thank you so much for introducing us to that uh, it's because it's something that I, de- I can definitely see myself obsessing over and, yeah you know even with traveling like if i'm traveling now i'm going to start looking for rock climbing gyms because it's a whole different experience yeah you know different routes different everything so thank you for showing us that and the place that we went was it was on the rocks yep on the rocks in amherst ohio yeah so give them a plug also not a sponsor but <laughs> if you're in the northeast ohio area definitely check them out it was there was a group on today too. I have noticed after we were there, but it's like 20 bucks and you get your, you know, 20 bucks for the day. And that includes your rental gear. And then the sec you get like a second day pass to come back. So we went today and then we even took a class on, um, belaying so we can do not just use the auto belays, but to actually learn. And like, they're really, really good staff. Uh, it was Laura, I think it's who we work, Laura or Lauren. It was either Laura or Lauren, so I apologize for not remembering. Uh, It's one of those two, but she was awesome. She worked one-on-one with us for orientation, but then she did the belaying class. It was like 45 minutes, and her tips and tricks and how to do things was like very focused on safety, which was awesome. But it wasn't just like, you have to be safe. It was, you have to realize like, you're going to fall off a mountain yeah. if you don't do this right. And she was right there along as we like learned how to fall. And I can't say highly, you know, speak highly enough for um, her and the staff there. It's brand new. I mean, it's a new property. Yep, they that, opened in November. November. Yep. Okay. So very, very new. Um, so check that out. And I know there's quite a few actually in the Weight Watchers group. Um, I've seen where they've done the the rock crawling, uh, the rock climbing, if you will. And it's a really good workout. It's an awesome workout. And I can't speak highly enough for that as well. So do we have any closing thoughts? Is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to cover? Is there any tips, tricks, anything like that? No, I think the I think the most important thing is is deciding that you want to do it and and finding a reason to start. And I think it comes down to putting yourself it, first. It, yep. And then it is, I will say it is very difficult. The first, the first month that you make a change like that, it is difficult. I, w- I was probably hungry for, <laughs> for the first, first couple of weeks, but, um, it's, it's really easy now and it's, it's not, I mean, now I have the opposite issue. I have to eat more and teach myself to eat more, but, right. um, it's a learning process, yeah. you know, as we're doing this. And that's one thing I think a, a lot of people get discouraged, especially in that first month is, you know, they want it all to fall off because they're making this big change, but you have to realize all that weight didn't come on in a month, yep. you know, it was slow over time. So making those small changes one at a time, no matter if you're on the road or home, you know, you have to commit to yourself that this goal is more important than anything else. And that's where I found the most success is my health and being around just a little bit longer is more important than any, you know, pizza or, you know, going over. I just have to take care of myself before I can take care of others. And I think you followed that same exact philosophy. Yeah. So where can people find you online? What's a good place to find Ryan Worcester? So I am on probably Facebook is probably the best place. 
Um, I don't know my contact info, but um, <laughs> I'll put it in the show in the links. Yep. Yep. For sure. And again, I can't speak highly enough for, you know, for Ryan and the work that he's done. Um, a true friend, awesome guy. And anybody that's friends with him will know. And I'll say the same thing. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank I really you, appreciate TJ. it. And thank you for inspiring me to, you know, kind of look at that calorie counting and, um, you know, just going forward on my next chapter in my weight loss. So thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. This has been episode 19 of the Fit for the Road podcast, recorded May 19th, distributed May 20th, 2019. Special thanks to Ryan from Painless Audio for the production of this episode. 